Welcome to Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, a podcast where two amateur mixologists introduce homemade cocktails and discuss what makes each one a giant hit. Now, here are your hosts, Finn and Matthew Henry. Welcome to Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, the podcast where we shake, stir, and sip our way through the best drinks in the business. I'm Matthew Henry, your host, and joining me today is my brother and co-host, the man who never met a cocktail he couldn't improve, Ben Henry. How's it going, Ben? Wow. I, I mean, it's going great. Thank you for asking. Um, I sound like a pretentious a-hole. <laughs> I've I've never met a cocktail I couldn't improve. It's like, mm, Mr. Maybe that's a little bartender. hyperbolic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, yeah. ChatGPT tends to get carried away sometimes. So. It it really does. Um, it gets a little bit hyperbolic, a little cliche. Uh, like I said, it's the marketing intern. Um, but well, it doesn't uh, want to let me down. It wants to. It wants to really have some really oomph in the in the introduction. Right. Right. Uh, it wouldn't sound as good if I said, you know, the man who you know, improves some of the cocktails he comes right. across, right? It just doesn't have the same range. No, of course, it, so. of course, yeah. yeah. And of course, it doesn't want to let you down because it's a sentient being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's not It's not a language exactly. model that does, doesn't think at all until you you issue it a command. <laughs> and then it just starts respond, responding. Uh, hey, not that at all. Quit, quit, quit bagging on ChatGPT. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry all about right. you and your new best friend. Yeah, yeah. He's my best friend, and he helps a lot of college students get through college nowadays. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, at least now they can have somebody to talk to that isn't going to, you know, flame them or treat them horribly. Oh, wait. No. Yeah, I guess it's not even doing that. Yeah, I don't know what the appeal is. I mean, it's really good at editing text. But you know what? We're not here to talk about chat GPT. We're here to talk about cocktails. Right, right. And uh, but before we talk about cocktails, Mm. I I do want to ask you a question as it relates to something really relevant going on in my life right now. Uh, last night, my my two high school senior twins, I have boy-girl twins. Yes, I'm familiar uh, with them. I've met them. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but maybe our listeners are not as familiar, so I thought I'd just fill them in on this important right. detail. Right. Uh, and and uh, they went on their senior prom last night. Oh, wow. And my oh, kids are kind of weird. They they didn't, you know, kinda. they don't have dates. They just went with a bunch of friends, you know, and I think that's the way the kids do it nowadays. I, I think guess. that I is know. the way the kids do it now this day, these days, at least in Northern California. Um, that really does seem to be the way. Yeah. This and is the they way. They had a great time. They, they had a great time. Uh, uh, Jonathan, my son, uh, went to a winery to take some photos in front of the vineyards and uh, ran into Guy Fieri. Oh, and, wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Guy Fieri gave them tips on on their how they were dressed and talked with them for a little while. Took a photo with them. So, uh, yeah, he and Guy Guy lives in our town. So yes. uh, and his son goes to our our high school. So <laughs> he wasn't just there randomly. Yeah, he wasn't just there randomly. He was taking his son to get photos at the winery too. So that was uh, yeah, that was that. So uh, so that was a little interesting tidbit about it. But I just what my question is mm, yeah what what was your favorite memory or or I guess most lucent memory of your senior prom. Are you implying that I was drunk at my senior prom, Matthew? I am not implying that. Because mm, I wasn't. I didn't drink in high school. Yeah, no, we were really good in high school. We well, we have our reasons. Uh, the, uh, hmm, what was my favorite memory from prom? Well, there's some things that, you know, 
what happens at senior prom has to stay at senior prom. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what you mean, but I know that also didn't happen, uh, so I just wanted to know. I, you know, honestly, okay, so here's the thing. Our high school that we both went to um, back in the day, and I don't know if they do it these days, but they didn't actually have a senior prom. It was just a spring formal, and anybody in the school was allowed to go. Yeah. Um, and so, so you, as, you know, you didn't even have to have a date. You could just buy a bid and, and you went. Um, so, so it wasn't really a prom. And, and, but, but because of that, I went to like all of them. I think there mm-hmm. were eight that I could have gone to and I went to all eight. Um, and so they kind of blend together. But mm. I believe, I believe my senior equivalent of the senior prom, uh, we did the dance at the Coconut Grove in Santa Cruz. Yes. Yeah. That's where mine that's where mine was and I was yeah, five I mean, years well, so we, so, went, yeah. we went to we went to Santa Cruz High, so that you know, yeah. it's not, yeah. not not that exotic. Um and uh and so that was nice and fun and cool. Um but I think I, I went to, if I remember correctly, I think we had dinner, uh, my wife and I. That's right, folks. I married my senior prom date. Um uh yeah. So anyway, uh, sh- we went to uh, we went to dinner at at the Shadowbrook, and we were all dressed up, all fancy. And Shadowbrook, I think it's still around. I don't even it's know. Still, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah, the little yeah. trolley that goes down yeah. the hill. To yeah, get there. yeah, fancy restaurant out there in Santa Cruz County. I think it's technically in SoCal or Aptos. Capitola. 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 Yeah, it's not an Aptos. Nothing good is an Aptos. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you heard me. I said it. I we said lost it. Like, we lost like five listeners. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I said it. <laughs> um <laughs> wow uh so yeah i i guess it was the I, I would i would say it was the it was the lovely dinner and the wonderful company mm, your wife listens to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> she does she's actually really started listening to it so <laughs> hi lizzie <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, no, that's that's you know the fond memories of your high school sweetheart who became your wife, and that's right. That's right. I mean, it's not my, very funny, is it? No. Yeah. No. no. I mean, I my memory is uh, we went to a Japanese. No. No, that was you're right. And they start to blend together because I was like that was not my senior year, uh, but I did go to the prom with my the the girl that I was dating at the time, Heather. And what I remember most is that Heather was like at least two or three inches taller than I was. And, That's uh, about right. She was a giant. And yeah, and uh, and so she wore. It was funny because she had this flowing white dress, and she wore ballet slippers underneath them. So that and then with my t- combined with my tuck shoes, I was almost as tall as she was. And for some reason, that's the thing that sticks out the most about my senior prom is that we were like almost the same height. Um, and I think the reason that I remember I remember that so much is because she was also my date for the winter formal. And in the winter formal, she wore heels and she towered over me so much so that the photographer was trying to get us the same height. And so he had her put her feet about three feet away from mine and then lean back into me. Ah, oh, yes. And, uh, and she looked like a total like seductress while in the photo just because the way she was leaning. That's right. The old of, short date lean. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're probably really familiar with that. Uh, it's the only stance that I'm familiar with in women. And I really didn't even date that very, very many. Maybe because I'm so short. Or maybe because I married my high school sweetheart. I say, yes, probably because you, you kind of went straight through that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I just thought it'd be fun to kind of reminisce, go down memory lane, uh, you know, last few weeks of high school for our kids. And you're, you have a, a 
you have someone that's graduating from senior your senior year, their senior year too, right? That's right. And they actually um, uh, had the prom much earlier. It was like way back at the beginning of March or something. It was it was a long time ago. But the high school here is like massive. It's huge. There's thousands mm-hmm. of them. They had like 29 buses take them to San Francisco. And they oh had their gosh. prom at like the city hall in San Francisco. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's the kind of budget that they're working with, and and you know, so, well, so economy many, of scale, right? I it, mean, exactly, yeah, really. exactly, yeah. exactly. So, and they had, uh, yeah. But anyway, um, and, and as you said, they went in groups, large groups. And actually, when I dropped them off to to get on the buses, um, uh, I don't I don't remember seeing very many couples. I saw I did see this one instance where this jeep drove up, and it was like a clown car because teenage boys in tuxes just kept getting out. And it was like, I swear to God, there must have been like 17 boys in that, which is very illegal, guys. Um, All right. But I appreciate the effort. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we should probably get going here uh, because next thing is, uh, is and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really control myself when I say this. Mm-hmm, sure you are. It's time for tip of the day. Tip of the day! Tip of the day! That's right. All right. Thank you. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't just, just say tip of the day. That's right. Uh but uh, it is time for tip of the day, and uh, you have thought long and hard about a tip this week, and uh, so fire away, Ben. What is our tip of the way? Well, hey. I didn't. I didn't think long and hard about it. I think I promised this in last week's show that I would give a tip about how I uh, develop cocktails. Uh, one of the tricks that I use to develop cocktails, and here's my trick, folks: just add water. That's it. That's all you got to do. Just add water. You're done. You're welcome. You might need to elaborate a little bit. (laughs) Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, so what do I mean by just add water? Okay, so first of all, whenever you go, you get a new liqueur or a new spirit or or even a new mixer, the first thing you always want to do before you start throwing this thing into cocktails is you want to taste it. And you want to taste it unadulterated, right? You, You need to really understand what this new ingredient tastes like. But when it comes to actually using your ingredient, especially if it's a liqueur or a spirit, one of the things that I like to do when I'm trying to decide what I want to add, right? I might decide I'm going to make a bourbon cocktail or a vodka go- cocktail. Well, I never decide to make a vodka cocktail, but but a gin cocktail, what I'll do is as I'm adding liqueurs, I will actually put them um into uh, I'll put a little splash into a little glass and then I'll add at least an equal amount of lukewarm water and then I taste that so why do I do that well first of all what it does is it really helps uh, dilute away the overpowering alcohol Right. So a lot of times when you drink a spirit, you know, it's the first thing that you notice is the alcohol, especially if the ABV is anywhere above like 40 percent. Right. It's really going to be the most overwhelming and dominant thing that you taste. And you're really going to have a hard time identifying what else is going on in the cocktail. Now, of course, when you make your cocktail and you build it, it is going to be diluted. So those other flavors are going to stand out more. So the best way to understand that is to dilute it when you're making it. But it also allows you to take a really big pull, swish it around in your mouth, you swallow it, you get the aftertaste effects as well, and you can do all of that without getting wasted as you are testing out all of your ingredients. So that's one thing that I do to really help me figure out what I want to do as I'm building my alcohol. Uh, sorry, building my cocktail. Um, this is actually super common, too, if you just want to drink... Um, 
a spirit straight. Like this is very common with whiskeys. Um, it's called, you know, uh, it helps, quote unquote, open up the whiskey so that you can, again, taste some of those notes uh, that are um, that the distillers have worked really hard to make sure that they add to their to their um, to their spirit. So it really helps you identify those things a little bit better. So um that's another tip is that you can just add as many, uh, as much water to your favorite spirit as makes it palatable for you to drink. Uh, no cocktail required. And um, this also works really well with uh, sweet things as well. Um, the key thing here, though, is to remember to keep the water warm because, of course, cold water will actually um, make it harder to taste the flavors because our taste buds don't taste things as well when they're cold, which is why ice cream is super sweet. Uh, yeah, so that's my tip of the day, Matthew. Water down your alcohols when building custom cocktails. And hey, even experiment with uh, watering down your, your spirits if you want to drink them straight. Just add water. Excellent tip. And, and I'm a little annoyed because you and I have been doing this for like over two years now, and you've never once told me this. Like, here I am, like, you know, trying to figure out how things taste and all that, and I'm, like, just, just swigging it raw, and you're, like, add water. Like, you, you couldn't have mentioned this, like, two years ago. I mean, I think I would have saved me a lot of time. Well, so, first of all, you're, you're assuming that I knew this two years ago. <laughs> this is, oh, good point. I just always assume that you're so far ahead of me right. in the cocktail right. game. I don't think that's uh, true really anymore. Really, you're just, like, one step away. Uh, yeah, yeah I don't just, think that's true. At one point, I was very far ahead of you. I think you have caught up quickly. Uh, secondly, uh, Matthew, I like to keep the really good tips to myself uh, so that yeah. I can yeah. uh, make myself feel like I'm smarter than you. Okay. Well, yeah. there, there you go. It's a younger yeah. sibling thing. You know, I get you it. wouldn't I get understand. It, you know? <laughs> I, no, no. I mean, I'm the nice guy that just yeah. you know, happens to be better than you. All right. But, so there you uh, go. Tip of the day. Anyway, tip of the day. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to, I think it's time now for our cocktails. And But I am going to kind of mention your tip of the day in uh, when it relates to my cocktail, because it actually uh, made sense to me as you were explaining this uh, as I was developing this cocktail. So I am introducing a cocktail today called Matcha Made in Heaven. And uh, this cocktail is, as you could guess, uh, has matcha green tea powder in the cocktail. And the reason that I decided to do this cocktail is, you know, for our baseball podcast at Giant Cocktails, uh, we have a Twitter account. And, you know, we have, uh, gosh, I think we have over 500 followers. And, and I try to follow back just about everybody that follows us. And uh, it's actually, I really enjoy, you know, kind of scrolling through the, the Twitter feed. And one of uh, our followers and someone that uh, I don't even know if she listens to the podcast, but she's a great big Giants fan. And her, her, Twitter, her Twitter is like Saltsicle, I think is what it is. And she's actually a lot of fun on Twitter. And I've really enjoyed her posts. And she's really diehard Giants fan. Uh, but she also likes her drinks. And uh, so this is why I really like it. But the other day she was, um, she had a photo of a, a drink that was clear with matcha. It was not a cocktail. And I think the, even the tone of the tweet, I don't recall exactly whether she was kind of complaining about it, like it wasn't as good as she thought it was going to be or something like to that effect. And, and, and then we went, I said, well, what it needs is booze. And then, you know, and she said, yeah, of course. And so then I thought I should try and make a matcha cocktail. And that is what I did. So the matcha made in heaven has uh, two ounces of gin 
I am using a high-proof gin from Yan and Yonder, which is a Sonoma-based uh, uh, distillery, 100-proof gin, and uh, one ounce of lime juice, three-quarter ounce of agave syrup, 10 mint leaves, half a teaspoon of matcha powder, and two ounces of club soda. And so what you do is you first you muddle the agave syrup with the mint leaves, uh, lightly muddle it to release the, the minty oils in the leaves. And then you add the uh, gin and lime juice and the matcha powder. And then you add ice into a cocktail shaker and you shake that. And on this one, you need to shake it a good 15 to 20 seconds. It needs to be a, well diluted, and B, you need to shake it long enough to get the matcha powder to integrate into the drink. Uh, and then, uh, so by this point, the your shaker should be frosty. Uh, it should be cold and frosty. And then you uh, double strain it into a rocks glass with a, I have a single large uh, ice cube. But you could just do a few ice cubes too. That would be fine. And then I topped it off with two ounces of chilled club soda. And I garnished it with a big... A sp- uh, sprig of mint and it is a lovely cocktail it's got uh some you know obviously the green tea is is front and center the mint offers a really nice balance to that uh the agave syrup offers the sweetness to counteract the lime juice and it all just works really well and and where your tip comes into play is when i was first making this cocktail i didn't add any club soda or water to it and uh and it was um a little, a little strong and viscous, and just not right. It just did not, uh, just in all ways. It just did not, uh, it did not come out well. And so uh, then, I, I first I just added a, a little bit of water uh, to it, a couple ounces of water to the shaker when I shook, and that actually was a fine cocktail. So if you don't have club soda, just add a couple of, uh, couple ounces of, of chilled water. Uh, but uh, then I decided to add the club soda, and that really uh, played nicely as well. So uh, and it really kind of like you said. It kind of it mellowed the flavors and allowed all the flavors to come out, and nothing was like hitting me in the face. It was more kind of just there to enjoy, and uh, so that is uh, the matcha made in heaven. Then, uh, well, I mean, I think that's a perfect example of how water can make something undrinkable very, very palatable and even enjoyable, right? Um, right. So, I mean, because you're looking at the ingredients here, gin, lime juice, agave syrup. I mean, that's basically, oh, and then mint leaves. I mean, that's basically a minty daiquiri flavor, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that's going to work well together. But, but yeah, you've got, you've got agave syrup, you've got mint leaves, and you've got matcha powder, which is a very distinct flavor. And that can all be very, very strong. And then, of course, not to mention the gin and the lime juice, right? And so, so yeah, a little bit of water, a little bit of club soda um, to, to mellow it out, but also to lengthen it, to make it last longer, uh, to make it more um, uh, of a sipping cocktail that you can appreciate on a hot day. I like it. I like it very much. And, and you know, Matthew, last week you were saying, I think it was last week that you were saying, we were talking about how you don't really invent many of your own cocktails. It, no. This, is a, this seems like a Matthew original to me. It is. It is. You know, of course, you know, you, you kind of look for inspiration. So I did look around to see, like, what would go well with matcha. Like, I wasn't sure. really sure what spirit. But once I kind of settled in on gin, then then I, yeah, then it was kind of an easy. Um, the, the only thing that I struggled with was agave versus simple syrup. And uh, but I, I really like agave syrup, and so I, I decided to. And and frankly, agave syrup has a little bit more viscosity to it, and and I kind of like that mouthfeel, so I went with that. Yeah. Well, there you go. And that's what's fun about making your own cocktails is you can make choices like that. 
Anyway, exactly. Nice cocktail. Very All nice. Right. Well, thank you. So what are you drinking today? Well, then? today, Matthew, I am drinking um, basically what is a diluted cocktail. I'm drinking something that is regularly known as a French Connection. Uh, and a uh, French Connection is is basically just uh, cognac and or brandy um, with, with amaretto. In this particular case, I'm using an ounce and a half of cognac, an ounce of amaretto, uh, and then I put that all into a highball glass, added ice, uh, and then I topped it off with club soda, and then I stirred it. I will say this, that the amaretto and the cognac um, are very, very heavy as they are compared to the club soda. I, I, you know, but because you're using club soda, you know, shaking's just not an option here. Um, <laughs> unless, unless, well, you know what, folks? If you're really curious as to what would happen if you put club soda into a shaker and shook it, I encourage you to try. <laughs> no, go, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Send your cleaning bill to Ben Henry. No, no. Watch Ben fail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to go everywhere. Um, you'll notice as soon as you start shaking. You'll know. You'll you'll understand the errors of your ways, as I as I have done on my fourth or fifth cocktail sometime in the distant past. Um, but anyway, uh, so I will say that it, it because they're so heavy and you do really need to give it a, a vigorous stir, but that can be complicated when you have a lot of ice and uh, club soda in the glass. So um, I would just uh, offer a little bit of caution there. So um, what I do is I just do the pull up, you know, where you, like, instead of doing like a vigorous stir or even a gentle stir, I'll do that thing where you move the... Um, you move the spoon up, right? And you kind of pull up through the ice. Um, and anyway, uh, the French Connection is a very, very uh, nice drinkable uh, cocktail. But when you add club soda to it uh, and you put it on ice, it actually becomes very, very refreshing, very much of like a summer kind of cocktail. The problem is, and here's the, here's the double-edged sword with, with dilution and just adding water, is... It can really, really, um, uh, well, dilute the flavors as well to the point where, where it's not enjoyable, right? So it's useful when you're doing that uh, in a co- when you're experimenting on a cocktail and you just want to understand the flavors in there, right? Um, but it's not so great when you put it all together and it tastes just like a, a, a watered-down French connection, which is definitely not what I was going for. Um, so in this particular case, I actually used an old trick to solve the problem, which was I just threw in a couple of dashes of aromatic bitters. Uh, I'm using Angostura. And... Um, and that made this from kind of like a watered-down, uninteresting cocktail into something that I actually really enjoy and is very enjoyable, uh, very refreshing. Um, but, but there you go. That is a great tip for what you can do when you accidentally water down your cocktail is just throw a couple of splashes of, of Angostura bitters in there. Or, alternatively, and this never happens to me, but sometimes when you're sitting at the couch with your ice-filled glass on your fancy coaster in front of the Giants game, and they're losing, you might nod off for 20 or 30 minutes and wake back up, and your ice is all melted, right? And you yeah. look at your cocktail, and you're like, I could go make another one, 
but that's a waste of all the effort that you put in there and now you got to put more effort in there and then you wasted all that wonderful alcohol just throw a couple of dashes of bitters in there throw some new ice cubes in there bada boom bada bang problem solved okay is it high quality no but nobody else is gonna know right and and at the end of the day that's all that matters uh so there you go two tips for one today Right. You get uh, you get a tip about how to dilute your cocktails and, and how to fix them a little bit when you over dilute. Um, I hear St. Germain is also very good for that, but I'm not I'm not I haven't really used St. Germain for that purpose for fixing cocktails. Huh. Well, now you got me thinking about. Yeah, that. maybe we'll uh, have to try that. Maybe we'll have yeah. to dedicate an episode to how to fix bad cocktails. Oh, that would be interesting. That would be, interesting. would be interesting. All right. All right. Maybe that'll be our tip for next week. How to fix bad cocktails at home. You just gave the tip. Uh, well, I mean, well, maybe we'll come up with some more tips. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. So there you have it. The long. Oh, I'm calling this, by the way, the long French kiss because obviously. Um, ChatGPT came up with that name. No, it did not. It didn't actually. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> Don't blame it on ChatGPT. It Chat didn't. GPT. It didn't. It's, I just saw it. I was like, this is this this name I came up with a little cliche, and then I was like, oh, that's ChatGPT. <laughs> Yeah, Macho Made in Heaven actually yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, by yeah. See, GPT. see, we, we're both bad at it. We're both bad at naming yeah, things. Yeah. Well, you know, you, it's garbage in, garbage out. You tell <laughs> Chat GPT that you want a punny name for your cocktail, mm. and you give it the ingredient, and it I came see up with it. It was perfect. I it see what perfect. you did there. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we're. I, I mean, do you have anything to say about my cocktail? First of all, Matthew. Well, I, you know, it's funny because I have seen this cocktail uh, before and I've never actually drank it or created it myself. It's really good. Uh, the, uh, the the French connection and, uh, you know, the, the amaretto is such a sweet liqueur. Yes. And, and so I'm curious now to kind of see how that, I, you know, just to go back to the original and then compare it to uh, the long French kiss. And I think the really benefits of that is that you get to drink two cocktails. You know, and <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think I'm going to have to do a little research on this. Yeah, yeah. I will say this, that the French Connection looks like a brooding, kind of like contemplative, like, you know, hair on your chest. It's French. I mean, that's, you know, come on. <laughs> Cocktail. It's not at all, you know, because brandy is like actually not that of a, you know, hair on your chest kind of spirit to begin with. And then you just pour yeah. in some amaretto and and it's kind of like, mm, it's... it's 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 like, it's like candy in a glass. <laughs> yes, if, if if you're looking for a little bite, you're not going to get any. Right, that, right. Uh, but if you want to make it a little bit more sophisticated and a little bit more summery, boom! Just add club soda and a couple of dashes of Angostura pitters, and then you have the long French kiss. Excellent. And uh, I I think that kind of is bringing us up towards the end of the show. I mean, we're we're a little bit short, Matthew. Hey, hey. I'm five eight. Okay, I'm a lot bit short. You're yes, like I said, you're a little bit short. I'm a lot bit short. <laughs> Actually, five seven and three quarters. But don't tell anyone. <laughs> I just, I you just, just I you just told just, the whole internet, man. You just told the yeah, whole internet. I did. I did. And oh well. And even if our show never becomes like super popular and nobody listens to it now, if there's ever a reason for somebody to dig something up bad about you, they're gonna find it. And here. Oh, that I that I lie about my my your height. height. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's the worst thing <laughs> that people are gonna. Uh, probably. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're pretty. You know, you're pretty boring. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I'm a rebel, you know, because even the DMV says I'm five eight. 
well, <laughs> hey. They also say that I'm like 150. Then, too, and if so, the government uh, says it, it must be true. Must be. That's right. Must be. There you go. Well, there you have it, folks. That is our. Those are our cocktails of the day: the uh, a matcha made in heaven and the long French kiss. Uh, thank you for joining us today on this episode of Happy Hour, Giant Cocktails Happy Hour. If you want to connect with us, please reach out to us on social media. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Mastodon. Maybe someday we'll be on TikTok, bef- you know, before the government bans it. And uh, and then also maybe someday we'll be on YouTube. But right now it's only the Instagram, the Twitter, and the Mastodon. Uh, please do reach out to us. We love to interact with uh, with with our listeners. And uh, on that note, folks, you have a great weekend. Matthew, it's been wonderful sharing cocktails with you. Cheers, my friend. Cheers, Ben. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Giant Cocktails Podcast. Until next time, bottoms up. (laughs) 